Hey, I've got a bit of a, a question to pose to you or a situation that I want to know how you would deal with the same situation. I was uh, planning the show last night and I had a question to ask a, a co-worker of mine. So I sent them a text message and just said, hey, can you help me with this? Got a reply pretty quickly and uh, it said, yeah, yeah, no worries. And we had a bit of back and forth over text and uh, I signed off saying, right, no worries. I'll see you tomorrow morning. And this co-worker of mine, I'm not going to name any names or say whether it was a boy or a girl, uh, said the same thing, like, good night, I'll see you tomorrow, but with a love heart emoji on the end of it. And I was like, hmm, that seems bizarre to send to somebody that uh, is just a friend, because uh, usually the love heart emoji is uh, associated with, you know, you, you send it to your partner, or you say, like, can't wait to see your partner or something like that. It just caught me off guard a little bit, and I was like, I- I'm, I'm unsure how I feel about this. Like, I-, like I-, I would say that, you know, this co-worker and I have become good friends, but there's no, like, I've got a partner. There's no sort of mucking around going on there or anything like that. And I, I, I'm happy to receive the uh, the love heart emoji from a coworker, someone who is important to me and someone that I care about. But would it be okay if my partner was to read the same thing? So I sent my partner a message and said, hey, like, just out of curiosity, like, there's like, there's no, nothing nothing further to this. But what do you reckon about people sending uh, love heart emojis to people who aren't your partner? And she said, who sent it to you? I said, my coworker. And she goes, I don't really know how I feel about that. And I was like, well, we are really good friends. <laughs> like, It's just weird. But what do you reckon? On 13, 12, 16, can you send the love heart emoji over a text to somebody who isn't your partner? Or is that off the table? Give us a call. 13, 12, 16. Love heart emoji to somebody who isn't your partner. Yes or no? 13, 12, 16, Patty, our resident pest here. Uh, mate, what do you reckon about sending the love hearts emoji to somebody who isn't your partner? Becoming a bit too precious with the old uh, love heart emoji. I think you should be able to send it to whomever you want. Yes, I suppose because you, you're able to love your friends, right? But it's just, it, if you had a partner who received the love heart emoji, say from a co-worker, how would you feel about that? No, I don't think it matters that much, to be honest. I think if you're getting, like, the eggplant emoji, that's a bit different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kids in the car, hey? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the Hit Breakfast Show. Get that fun feeling in the morning. This is Hit. Let's take a look at what's been happening across the Northwest on the socials. Now, this first post we've spoken about quite a bit over the past week. It's a photo that was uploaded by Sarah Matthews doing the rounds across a few pages on social media, and it was of a two-meter eastern brown snake. Just going to show that they are out and about, and we've got to keep careful, but the scary thing about this post was that Sarah Matthews had called uh, the Mount Isa snake catcher Rick Lehman to come and collect the snake, but by the time he got there, it had slithered off into the bush and it was nowhere to be seen. This post got a lot of people talking as well. 534 reactions, 220 shares, and 319 comments of people saying how scary it was uh, the thought that that could be sort of slithering in your driveway. One comment from Maddie McKenzie said, I have one that big too. I nearly had a coronary. It was watching me through the window, so I'm glad I moved away from the Isa and don't have to deal with that anymore. Moving on, and this is something that people are talking about on a heap of different Mount Isa community pages, uh, most namely the Mount Isa Restaurant Review. It's of a new restaurant in town called Chicken Alley, and everyone's talking about how delicious the food is at this place. Lots of people are saying how well they've done with how busy they've been for a new restaurant just opening up in the Isa, and everyone is also saying how delicious the pizzas are. 
Obviously, they're pretty good if they've got people talking on social media. Need to get down there and try some of those myself. And finally, over the weekend, we saw lots of events happening in the Isa. We saw the Mount Isa races returning. We also saw the Yelvatoft Rodeo return with a COVID-safe plan in place. The first rodeo to return in 2020, besides the virtual rodeo that went ahead uh, over the last weekend. Now, this was very exciting. Lots of people keen to get their rodeo fixed. The Northwest Star put up a post of an article they'd written about the rodeo returning. Uh, lots of people loving that post as well. 94 reactions. 17 shares and over 20 comments of people talking about how keen they were to get their rodeo fix in. Uh, one comment from John Doc Geddes said, Wish I could be there. Attended a muster there many years ago. The head stocksman was of Dutch heritage. His name was Lenny Schultz and he wore a six gun on his saddle. It just gets you excited for 2021 when all of these events and heaps more are going to be returning like the Mount Isa Mines Rodeo. That's what's been happening across the Northwest on the socials. If you see something floating around that you think's worth a mention on the segment, make sure you get in touch via the Hit West Queensland Facebook page. The Hit Breakfast Show. This is Hit. If you didn't see this over the weekend, well, I'm pretty sure it happened yesterday. This was absolutely incredible. Uh, I was in Port Macquarie uh, in New South Wales where this guy was out surfing with his, his wife and the mother of his child when a shark latched onto uh, the leg of this woman, and uh, they were out surfing, and the, the guy, whose name is Mark Rapley, he just he had to punch the shark eight times to get uh, the shark to let go of his, of his wife, essentially. And it was, it's pretty bizarre to think about, like, you're there punching a shark eight times. That takes a little bit of, like, like courage and time as well. That, that's at least, like, six seconds of solid punching uh, to this shark. But when he was interviewed about, like, how he was feeling about what happened... It was pretty simple for him. Well, you see the mother of your child and your support, everything that's who you are. And so you just react. You just get off that calf. That's all I could think was just get off. It was pretty emotional uh, when he was talking about it. So, like, obviously the, the instincts kicked in. And I suppose from the outside looking in, you think, wow, that's an incredible thing to do. But you'd probably, well, you'd like to think you'd do the same thing in the, the same situation if one of your loved ones is being bitten by a shark. Um, and so, yeah, like, thankfully, she was able to li- live to tell the tale, essentially. And uh, it was just a, a brave sort of display of heroism. He, the, guy, the guy's a hero, even though he doesn't want to admit it. Uh, there was also some other biting going on across the weekend. Uh, Kevin Proctor from the Gold Coast Titans uh, went up against... The, the Titans went up against the, the Sharks this weekend, and uh, Sean Johnson was bitten on the arm by Kevin Proctor. And I bet... I can almost guarantee it that Sean Johnson wished he could have punched Kevin Proctor in the face eight times, but he would have got red carded. The Hit Breakfast Show. Hear more in the catch-up. Hit.com.au. This is Hit.